0: This is for a boy between 9 and 11. I'm in a place called Karakosh, just outside of Mosul. This is a a church that was completely destroyed uh, by ISIS. As we were coming through, one of our team uh, discovered one of the Operation Christmas Child shoeboxes. I don't know who gave it, who sent it, but uh, it touched the life of a child at one point. And, of course, we ask people when they pack a box to always pray you never know where that box will go. Where are the
1: lost? Where are the hardest to get to people groups? Where has the gospel
2: of Jesus not been preached and proclaimed? In Acts 13, 47, for so the Lord has commanded us saying, I have made you a light for the Gentiles that you may bring salvation to the ends of the
0: earth. We live in a broken world, an evil world. Yet Jesus gave us orders. He said, go into the world and make disciples of all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have a job to do.
3: When we talk about going to the ends of the earth, we're talking about shoebox gifts that are taking the gospel to the hardest to reach areas of the world. If you want
0: to bring hope to a broken society, it's the gospel. An Operation Christmas Child is not about passing out toys, it's about the gospel. Each kid, when they receive that box, they're gonna hear the presentation of the gospel clearly. They make a decision for Christ, and then they're trained and equipped to go out and share their faith with others. And many times in areas where it's an unreached people group, the Bible tells us the time is now. We're in the South Pacific. I want to reach these islands for Christ. These are the core areas people don't have any hope, people don't come here, there's no tourists here, but well, we're going to be here. I'm right outside of Maslan, Mexico, about six-hour drive up in the mountains with Operation Christmas Child. This is where people that are brave are taking Operation Christmas Child to the ends of the earth.
3: We need boxes that are packed by families, by churches and groups, but we also need boxes that are packed online. When you build a shoebox online, these are the boxes that give us access into hard-to-reach places of the world.
0: We go at great lengths, great effort, to take these boxes to children in the most remote parts of the world. It's an incredible journey.
2: You know, the mission of Operation Christmas Child never changes. Children are coming to Jesus. Children are coming to faith. Children are being discipled,
0: and children by taking the gospel to the ends of the earth.
4: Hello, hello, good morning, and welcome to Only Believe this morning. I see a lot of you were really intently listening to our Operation Christmas Child video, and it's amazing, it's a great opportunity for us to be able to reach a nation A nation with the gospel of Jesus Christ and um, there's no one that does it better than operation Christmas child sometimes you don't need to invent the wheel you just need to join the wheel that's already rolling amen and that's a wheel that's going I know a lot of you have already turned your boxes in we have a crazy goal this year of 400 boxes If you have not got your box yet, you can get it in the foyer this morning. Um, Go right out there, get your box, fill it, and bring it back. Next Sunday is our cutoff date. Um, They need them early, I know it's not Christmas yet, but we need them early so we can get them out by Christmas and get them in the hands of the people delivering them. So uh, if you are a first time guest here today, we want to welcome you. If you're live streaming for the first time, you know what, go to our website and click on I want to visit the church. You can register right there, put your name in. We'll be ready to meet you in the lobby. Uh, As soon as you walk in the door, you can plan a visit here at Only Believe. And let us know that you're coming before you even get here. We'd love for you to come out and visit us. It would be great, Um, but we're glad you're with us today, live streaming as well. If you're a visitor that we haven't gotten, please fill out the card on the back of the little seat in front of you if you just grab that. Let us know you're here. We wanna know you're here. If you wanna know more about the church, we'd love to experience that with you and uh, literally walk you through your first time here at Only Believe. Uh, Also, we want to, know what you're thankful for this season i know sounds crazy right there's a a big brown sheet of rolling paper in the in the lobby that as you come in the sanctuary it says i'm thankful for i gonna be honest with you i saw some really good things out there but the funniest one i saw was this little girl i think it's a girl she drew a picture of her mom She's a little stick girl out there. It's so adorable. She says, I'm thankful for my mom. And then drew a little cartoon character of her mom. And so just visit it out there. I want to know what you're thankful for. And it encourages everyone else to know what you're thankful for as well. So a little thing for you to do. And don't forget, last but not least, we have home groups tonight. If you do not have a home group, if you don't have a group of people caring, loving, thinking about you during the month, then you're missing out. I'm just gonna let you know so I have a home group that I'm a part of and I do visit some others but they're constantly reaching out and posting encouraging things or asking if you're gonna be there there's a theme that we do um, I think we're having tomato basil soup tonight something like that it's gonna be fun I'm at the Cardones in Lima but if you need a home group again visit the Welcome Center in the lobby and we will get you one that is close to you that you can go to. And if you're a young adult, well, you can drive to yours because we know you don't care. You just want to be with young adults. Um, But anyways, if you would stand to your feet, it's a good day to be in the house of the Lord. But I was thinking this morning about how blessed we are when we gather in his name. Gather in his name. I've I've been at home for a few weeks. Those of you know, our middle child has had a, a surgery. But I'm back, and it feels amazing because I'm going to tell you, as much as I love the opportunity of live stream, there's nothing like being with a group of believers where we gather. It makes a difference. And even the people that I sit around and sing around, I can hear them singing, and it encourages me to sing and lift my praise to the Lord. But I want to remind you today that wherever two or more are gathered in my name, I am there also. Jesus is with us today he's with us in amongst our crowd whatever it was that you have need of whatever it is that your child that may not be with us today has need of whatever it is your grandmother your grandfather that dementia I was talking to a young lady about today whatever that need is Jesus is here with us and there's nothing that is too big that can't be laid at the feet of the cross and be taken care of amen be sure that today as we worship and join our faith with one another that we lay what we have brought in with us at his feet and leave lighter knowing that he's got it all amen let's worship
5: See what I see. Do you see what I see? I see lightning. I hear thunder. Something's stirring six feet under. Dead things coming back to life again. I believe there's about to be another Resurrection Yeah. Hey. Out of the grave, break into the wild and don't be afraid. Let's run into wide open spaces, cause grace is it's waiting for you. Let's dance like the weight has been lifted, cause grace is it's waiting where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom there is freedom where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom
3: there is freedom
5: come out of the dark just as you are into the fullness of his love for the spirit Cause grace is, it's waiting for you. And let's dance like the weight has been lifted. Cause grace is, it's waiting. Where the spirit of the Lord is. At the, the sound, sound of his name. Of Jesus name. And lives made whole, hearts awake at the sound of Jesus' name. And chains will fall, prisons shake at the sound of Jesus' name. And lives made whole, hearts awake at the sound of Jesus' name. Jesus' name Life's made whole Hearts awake With the sound His chains will fade waiting hold oh, dance like- I don't care what you're
1: going through. It's in the name of Jesus. Come on. Jesus.
5: Jesus. 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 made whole hearts awake at the sound of jesus name chains will fall prison shake at the sound of jesus name
1: right there the lives made whole hearts
5: awake at the sound of jesus name. man if
1: you've been broken today if you've been broken by somebody if it's divorce, something somebody said, if there's something that's just had you broken, a season you've been in, I'm telling you, there is freedom, there is restoration, there's hope, there is Jesus. I don't care how long it's been, what season it is, I'm telling you, there is freedom, in the name of G- freedom from bre- breaking depression, from breaking anxiety. You don't have to live with that. You don't have to live with the bro- He came to restore the brokenhearted. He came to give life to the dead places in your life. There is freedom. There is hope. There is a life for you that you can't even expect in your own mind. Jesus said, I come to give life and to give life more abundantly, more than the life you're living. I challenge you today as we just worship him, it doesn't matter what your thoughts say, I'm telling you, surrender it to him. He'll take it from you. He'll cast your care upon him because he cares for you. He loves you so much. He went to the cross on your behalf with your name on it and said, I have it. He said, I have it. So. I just challenge you, just worship him today. Don't let any distractions get in your way. Don't let people get in your way. Don't let the devil tell you that you're worthless because you are of a son. You are a daughter of him, and he loves you. He cares about you. He's never not loved you. He's always thought about you. He's welcoming you with open arms. I just challenge you today to just lay it at his feet, to just lay it at his feet today. Oh, chains will fall.
5: Hearts awake at the sound of Jesus' name. Oh, chains will fall. Chains will fall. Fizzing shake at the sound of Jesus' name. Oh, lives made whole. Lives made whole. Hearts awake at the sound of Jesus' name. Oh, one more time. Chains will fall and shake at the sound of Jesus' name. Lives made whole, hearts awake at the sound of Jesus' name. desire, only this I see, just to dwell, to will here forever. This will be my posture, laying at your feet, just to dwell, to dwell. dwell. Friend most beautiful most beautiful cause you are his father closest friend most beautiful. Beautiful, most beautiful, Cause you are Miss Father, my closest friend, closest friend most beautiful. I see, just as well, 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 here forever. Oh I'm captivated.
2: Good morning, Only Believe Ministries. Welcome to Ohio. How about that weather? Isn't it a uh, great day to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Well, it is tithing offering time. if you need a tithing or offering envelope, there's one in the back of the pew in front of you, or one of these gentlemen walking down the aisle, one of the ushers can put one in your hand if you need that. So I'd like this morning to just uh, cover some things. You know, God has an order about the way he does things. So if we, if you have your Bible with you, turn to Second uh, Peter chapter 1, and we're going to look at verse, start with verse uh, 5. so and it says once you get there say amen i don't want to get ahead of anybody there you go thank you uh and beside this giving all diligence add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness now it's interesting god does things in order Uh, Romans, I think, uh, chapter 12, verse 3 says, God gives every man a measure of faith. So that's where he starts this out at. He wants you to add to something he's already given you. And then he does it in order. It says, so I want to talk about really the four words. Virtue, knowledge, temperance, and patience. Sometimes that feels like gravel in your mouth when you're saying them because it applies to our life and we really, you know what, it's difficult to get there or it's hard to do and it's not easy to do and there's temptation out there that stops us from doing it. So I looked up the definitions of these words. Uh, Virtue is simply high moral standards. Just look at it, no different than that. Knowledge is facts, information, and skills acquired through experience or education. Now, it used to be we'd exchange that word experience for the school of hard knocks. They were all education. It was just the school of hard knocks. Temperance then is moderation in action, thought, or feeling. to Modify something we're doing, that's temperance. And patience is the, the capacity to accept or tolerate delay. Now, the interesting thing is, as you lay these out, God put virtue and knowledge first. On those things there, someone else is putting into our lives or we are seeking something to figure out what those are. And those are something that come in. We get to learn about them through, and pastors talked about seed receptors before, our ears, our eyes, what we taste that's how those get into us so God's put faith in us and now it's our job to seek what is virtue well it's high moral standards we don't know that unless someone educates us on it or we go seek to figure out what it is same way with with, uh, knowledge it's education something we're getting in the last two then temperance Temperance and patience are things now that we get the virtue and knowledge in us, the temperance and patience is something that goes out of us. So I've I this down. Temperance and patience, and this is from God. I thought this was really good. you ever hear from God or write something down and then you read it again, and you're like, "Wow, oh, that's actually pretty good. That, you know it's from God when if it's me writing that down. I get that. So temperance and patience are outward expressions of inward decisions made by the application of the virtue and knowledge that we have learned. So the last two are what's going out of us. The first two is what's coming into us. You know, Pastor's given a series right now on uh, generosity. So as he's up here, He's helping to cover the first two. God gave us faith. Pastor's teaching us virtuous knowledge. What are we supposed to do? What, What is he talking about when he talks about generosity? Well, guess what? If we go home and don't let that come out of us, I'll just call you a stingy person, okay? Make it simple. But we're supposed to take what we're learning and seeing on the outside coming in, apply that to our lives and then push it outward. So, you know, the uh, he's teaching on that. The, the tithe is really kind of the same thing. I know if you've been going to this church very long, you, you understand and know what the tithe is. If you're a first time visitor, hang around. You'll, we'll teach you what that means and what that is. But just me up here talking about it to you and if you go home and do nothing with that, guess what? It's not going to work in your life. Now, the other thing I'll tell you is the last one is patience, the capacity to accept or tolerate delay. You know, I'll just tell you a quick story. I have uh, a granddaughter, two granddaughters. Don't want to leave one of them out. They'll let me know. So, the, the, the one, the oldest one, I, Jane needs to shut her ears. She doesn't need to hear this. I'm getting in trouble when I get home. I'm teaching her how to drive a skidler. Now, when I first did this, I sit down in the seat of this, put her in front of me. We pull a safety bar down over. Now, the brand I got, it's all hands. There's no feet pedals or anything like that. But I would sit there, put her hands on the handles, my hands over the top, and I'm still in control of everything. Slowly, over time, I start to remove my hands and say you do it and she was ecstatic to do it by the way she's gonna be nine years old this year okay so we've got to be careful with this sorry Jane I'm in trouble Uh, so she has then she graduated to the point where I'm just sitting there she's got the controls she's doing everything we need to be doing she got past that test We're now to the point where I'm standing outside the skid loader in the front of it, just doing the motions, and she's following my lead. But I'm building her confidence in her and what she can do. A year from now, I'll probably throw her the keys and say, go get the job done. I think that's what God does to us at times. He puts his hand on us when we're young Christians He's got his hand there protecting us, covering us, and making sure we don't mess up our lives or somebody else's. But slowly, and this is where patience comes in, he's going to start to take his hand off. But guess what? It's up to us to take that step forward without him kicking us in the back and putting our leg out there. That's stepping out in faith. And that's what we're trying to add to our faith. So the tithe is no different you know it takes patience i can tell you there's times when jane and i first started tithing i'm an analytical person i'm expecting it to work it's been two weeks what's the deal i didn't have patience and i can tell you there's there's people here that are testing that and they want to just give up i'm telling you hang in there and for for the for the younger people this thing will absolutely live with you all your life. For the older people, you know what? Isaiah gives me a lot of comfort because there's a place in Isaiah that says, you can go on to a fast and it will restore the years. So all that time in my his- history where I've made the wrong decision, set your mind to it, set your heart to it. Get patience, get some dog determination about moving forward with it and sticking with it. And I can promise you, God will not let you down. I can promise you that. So pay your tithe. Let's stick with it. Get an attitude that that's just the way it is. It's now second nature in your life. You don't have to question it. You just do it. And eventually, God's going to be pulling his hand off. He's going to be stepping outside. Because you're walking the walk with faith that he wants you to walk. Amen? Let's pray over your tithes and offerings. Father, we come before you in the name of our son, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your presence here today. Thank you, Lord, for virtue, knowledge, temperance, and patience, God. Help us to add those to our faith. Walk us down a path that those get added to our faith. And, Lord, we give you the praise, honor, and glory. We love you, and we give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Bring your tithes and offerings to the front.
3: God. Hallelujah. Well, God is a good God. Amen. All the time is right. Uh, I have a special announcement. Uh, Mark Blackburn, if any of you know, uh, several weeks ago, he got ran over by a tractor, his own tractor that he was driving. Don't ask me. I have no idea. Anyway, he has not been able to uh, get his house and everything ready for winter. And so this coming Saturday, the 19th at, uh, we're gonna call it nine o'clock. At nine o'clock, we are going to meet at the Blackburn house. And what's going to happen is we're going, they have logs uh, drug out. So we're going to cut that wood and get it split. Well, let's say this. You're going to cut that wood and get it split because I'll be preaching. And uh, so we want to encourage you, please uh, help them and get involved in there. And you can see Jesh uh, about that. The rain date will be December the 3rd. So we're going to believe it's no rain. Amen. And uh, that we can get that done for Mark and Becky Blackburn. And uh, I know their son-in-laws have been helping. And uh, Samuel, Toby has been helping. So people have been getting it ready. So uh, this coming Saturday, the 19th, we'll do that for that family, okay? All right. Hopefully, more of you are going to show up than just grunted. Hallelujah. And uh, Phyllis, you're going to be there, right? Huh? I've, I'm encouraging them to show up. Oh, you come up here, fellas. This is how she gets her to do list done.
6: had surgery right Nicole on his back is that right Mark hips okay can't hear you but anyway he had surgery and it's a good thing when you see your brother or your sister in need you help them you go to them and you help them and it's a good thing it's a godly thing and God tells us to do it and I'm telling you you'll be blessed because of it because you can't give something without God giving it back. Now, I'm telling you, I'm living proof. All the people in my financial class should be living proof, you know, because we've been teaching on those things. Now, so I need hands raised to help out at Mark Blackburn's house.
3: Yes, praise God. One,
6: two, thank you, Jim. Three, thank you. Four, who else? How How many you need, Mark?
3: Two more, six, so I think six can do it. Okay, two
6: more? Oh, thank you, Digger, I appreciate that, really do. Uh, His name is Digger, it really is. I heard him laugh. Okay, who else? Oh, thanks, Chuck, I appreciate it. There's somebody back there in the back. Did you, yeah, okay, listen, do you all know where Mark Blackburn's house is? Everybody? No. Okay, Nicole? One seven, if you want to write this down, one seven zero six.